welcome to monkey post and uh, <laughs> i'm shay but yeah just welcome 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 it's been a long 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 time coming and those that know know that it's been too long but i'm finally here yeah, i'm finally doing this and um, i really just hope that's going to be a wonderful ride for both myself and you the listener so you know yeah but <laughs> i was talking to my friend today who kind of gave me like a final push to do this and one thing that we agreed on while we were at work and deciding that we weren't actively going to work was that you know the sports scene right now is insane every sport seems to be giving what it is supposed to give and more a football is mind-boggling i mean champions league is who would have thought that Villarreal would remove Bayern from this year's Champions League. Like, who would have thought? Who would have? Especially after that first zero win, that that first leg win of one zero, I'm like, man, it's just one zero. They should have ended that game. They should have ended, you know, the game in like two, three. Bayern is going to beat these people. They're going to beat these people like children. I mean, we've seen Bayern beat people like they are children. Make grown ass men that they are paying so much money to be footballers look like secondary school footballers but I don't do that for a living and I'm like I like Villarreal but they're really on the same level nah they can't they're not making it through either ways and then uh, we all know what happened in the second leg shout out to Chukweze by the way even though you know if they say come and wear Nigerian shirt now and do it for us you won't do that but shout out to my boy and uh, Chelsea Madrid I, I, I was praying I was praying that by some magic that was about to happen, Chelsea still don't make it through. Because, see, I'm, I'm a Man U fan, and uh, there are some teams that I just want nothing to do with. Chelsea's one of them. Sorry, but they are one of them. And uh, <laughs> the thought of, like, I'm sure we all know how, like, Chelsea fans are loud and obnoxious. Imagine them coming back from that deficit to win and progress. We would not hear the last of it. Trust me, we would not hear the last of it. But you know, they they actually played a beautiful game. They 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 impressed me. To be honest, they really did. So yeah, like I said, sports right now is just insane. Everyone, every sport is that is still alive and functioning at the time of the years. You know, doing well. Football is amazing. Basketball is crazy. The NBA playoffs. If you are not watching. I don't know what you are doing with your life at this point in time. It is insane entertainment right now. But yeah, let's um, talk about the Premier League. And I'm sure by this point, we all, I mean, we all knew from the beginning of the season that one of two teams was going to win it. The problem is that still now, we still don't know which of them is going to win it. And I'm not going to do that thing because I'm terrible at doing, at like making bets. Very terrible. <laughs> Trust me. I am spotty bad news, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to be sucked into that hole of saying I think this person is going to win. I'm just going to look at it or try and look at it objectively because looking at the two teams here, yeah, as we could see a couple of days ago, they are pretty much evenly matched, and 
I think it will all come down to fire, hunger, desire, obviously, and who they play. Because I feel like the toughest any of them has to play is Tottenham, and that's Liverpool. And see, Tottenham is, like my mom would say, one tabiobio. For those of you that know about, they are trying. That's what they are doing. They are they are doing well for the Tottenham that we knew at the beginning of the season. But that team against Liverpool, they are going to they are going to collect on a heavy scale. Then go collect heavy. But yeah, I don't want to. I mean, I in my heart of heart, I know who I want to win. I just don't want to make a bold prediction not yet because it's going to be I'm, I'm really just here to see what happens like whatever happens i'm fine with it whoever wins i'm down although i think that pep as a coach he might not admit it but his mind is really on the champions league because that's the only comma and it's not even really a comma it's more like a quarter of a comma in his Man City career that he hasn't won in Champions League with that squad is trust me I still can't wrap my head around it and you know he was given the prime opportunity to do that last year and he decided you know what I'm going to bungle this opportunity and they all did but I feel like his mindset is really towards Champions League as against Premier League because you know they've done that shit already but and I think that's what's going to be that might play a part in who eventually wins because given they win all their matches, they're going to win, obviously. But I don't know. Something about that team just makes me feel iffy that they are not putting their like you know it to get to a point where they would favour Champions League over Premier League. And Liverpool are chasing the quadruple, so they have more incentive to win. And uh, see, yeah, both teams are like when you're talking of a complete score, they are both just squads honestly they are just complete squads and I feel like individually like Liverpool have the better individual players but as a team man they actually just a joy to watch watching those two play football is a blessing trust me it's an actual blessing a blessing and just as a digression I you know Rumors have been there that have been around for a while, but now it's seeming more solid that Man City wants to go for Haaland and are ready to trigger his release clause. And for some weird reason, people have been saying stuff like Haaland would not fit into Pep's system. And I get, because you know, in Dortmund, it seems like they play more counter-attacking football, which suits all of them strengths. Haaland, before Sancho left, Sancho... Reina, Hazard, like if it's their strength to just counter attack with their speed and their finishing and all of that, I understand. But do you guys know who Pep is, who Haaland is, and what he has done with that team? What have we seen from almost all Pep's attacking players? Phil Foden, Mares, De Bruyne, Bernardo Silva, playing in that false nine position, is that regardless, somebody's ready to make a run, somebody's ready to be in the box. Maybe not all the time being in the box, but someone's ready to make a run, which is one of the most important things because if you check their attacks, it comes majorly from someone making a run or their number nine, in quotes, making a run outside to get the ball and put the ball into the box or the ball just coming into the box. Something around somebody making a run. Like, movement is the key of their game. And just 
plug Haaland into that number nine spot. Imagine Haaland with his speed, his strength, his balance. Imagine him making a run to the wings to get a through ball and put it into the box. That might not happen because I mean Haaland wants to be inside the box. Now imagine someone like Bernardo Silva, Phil Foden, making a run from the wings from an attacking midfielder position, making a run to get the ball in the wing and putting to cross, putting a cross for Haaland in the box. Just imagine how beautiful that would be. Haaland is good with his head. He's good with his left foot. Eh? Are you whining that his left foot is just going to be superb? And I get that, you know, it might not seem like build-up plays Haaland's specialty for now. But remember that he's not there to be the major piece in the build-up play. He's there to finish the chances, which they will create. I don't care. As long as Haaland is giving chances to finish, he will finish it. Have you seen his goal and assist to, to game ratio? Are you playing with that guy? And I know some people say, okay, it's the Bundesliga and all of that. But he does it in Champions League, bro like what are we saying give him the chances he will finish and it's not like he's a terrible passer it's not like he can't make simple link-up passes like somebody we know <coughs> Lukaku. <coughs> Lukaku. it's not like he's that but you know man i just don't understand it makes sense that I would, some people would have doubts given the kind of ball that he plays and the kind of ball that pep plays but i don't put anything past pep and Haaland to be honest and it's, like i said he's there to finish the chances which is what he will do and he can make a simple one-two pass, which is, I mean, did you see him as Sancho? That's what he do for a living. That's how Sancho got a lot of his goals, off assists from Ireland. So, please, let's stop with that agenda. We should be praying. Praying. The same way I was praying last off-season, sorry, last transfer window, that by some magic... Man City won't lay their hands on Harry Kane. Because, and I mean, I know I, I didn't tell this to a lot of people, but Daniel Levy was the real MVP of last transfer window for not letting Harry Kane go to Man City. Because this thing that people are all scared about, imagine Harry Kane was there at number nine. A known passer. Have you seen with, with the lethal demonic left foot and a right foot to match? So yeah, I'm happy they didn't get Kane. I'm praying they don't get Haaland as well. Might be a bit improbable. But it's just going to be a joy to watch. And then Liverpool is just doing their own thing. Salah is amazing. Mane seemed like he fell off a little bit, but he's getting back there. Luis Diaz is just fantastic. Imagine Luis Diaz coming off your bench. Fantastic. It's better than every man you every every man you win. Every single one of them combined. Luis Diaz is better than them and he's coming off the bench for Liverpool. Jota is amazing as well. Firmino is still a solid no, like solid false nine slash number nine for them coming off the bench. That team is just beautiful. Hendo is like Hendo does the little things. Henderson does the little things. He's not the flashiest passer, flashiest dribbler, fastest. He just is the little thing guy. He does the intangibles, which is why I don't understand why he doesn't play that much for England. We still are going to talk about it eventually how Gareth Southgate is a amazing and he baffles me with the things that he does but yeah it's just a solid team all together Alisson is solid Van Dijk is looking a little less solid than before but Van Dijk and Konate is brilliant Van Dijk and Matip Matip has been a revelation this season bro I don't even know that that happened like I used to think that their best defensive partnership was Van Dijk and Joe Gomez but all of a sudden Gomez doesn't even play like you know it's that you know it's bad enough because 
there was a game, I can't remember who they were playing, when Gomez played, came in and played, I think right back and centre back, and he was so solid. We all know Gomez is solid. So how the fact that he doesn't play on that Liverpool squad shows you how good they all are, they all are rather. Konati is solid. And this thing about Konati, have you seen Konati run? He seems so slow when he's moving, but he's so fast. It's like he's so big, but when he's running, you just see that he's catching up. He's catching up. He's there. How? Man, that team is actually beautiful. It's beautiful. And if there's one thing that worries me on the other end about Man City, is their fullback situation. I mean, going into that game against Real Madrid, I'm still wondering who they're going to play as a right-back because Walker's injured, Cancelo is suspended. But, you know, we'll see what happens. Probably John Stones. I mean, I can't wait to see what Pep does, but maybe John Stones because I know Ake can't play right-back. don't think he can. But we'll see what happens. I'm really aching to see what happens against that Real Madrid team where Vinicius, Vinny Baby, is going off. So, man, it's all around going to be beautiful football. I swear. Just beautiful, beautiful, amazing football. Like, oh, football that you can smell and touch. That's what it is, man. It's what it is. Okay, I'm so excited. But yeah, you know, that's, I think that should be enough. That should be all for this first episode. Let me not take you guys too deep. We're still going to have longer episodes. But for now, let's just, let's end it here. I hope you've enjoyed listening to me. I hope you've liked my voice because, you know, I kind of pride myself in my voice. So, yeah. And for those of you, you know, my basketball people out there, don't worry. I've got you covered. Uh-uh. Basketball people, I have got you covered as well. The NBA, like I said, is amazing. So, I've got you covered. And, you know, when NFL starts as well, I would also be doing a couple slash a lot of NFL, you know, things because you know call me now multifaceted like i am i watch the nfl as well so yeah uh 14 wow it's crazy i hope time has flown by for you like it flew by for me but anyways thank you for listening to my first episode i really really hope that you enjoyed it and if you did enjoy it please you know give me feedback if you didn't enjoy it give me feedback as well i take criticism very well i think I think but yeah get back to me give me your feelings your thoughts how you think this went for you and uh, very soon very soon our IG page will be up and running so yeah anticipate that as well until next time keep it safe keep it locked I love everyone that listened to this episode trust me I love you from the bottom of my heart Oh my art, not my heart, oh my art. Thank you. Bye.